Blog Talk Radio. In your face, all over the place. We're online 24-7-24-7. You're listening to the hottest internet station. from Tucson, Arizona, streaming worldwide, always live, never pre-recorded. You are listening to The Ways of Simple Living on The Joshua Paul Show. Why are you limiting yourself? Ask yourself that question. I've been asking myself that question lately. Why am I limiting myself? It's time to stop limiting and start living. You know, for me, it was simply deciding that I was just as good as anyone else and that I deserved just as much as anyone else did. And it's really a simple, nonspecific story when you think about it, 
but it countered my previous limiting one. Think about your limiting story. How can you change that story to make it empowering? And what I mean by story, when I'm going to say story during this show is, everything that you think is a story. For me, a lot of the challenges that I face are in my own head. And the same is probably true for you. For instance, I recently had this horrific nightmare of a kitchen event where my pipes were all messed up and I'm not a plumber and I can't afford a plumber right now and I had to fix it completely and it took me three days to do so. And last night I sat and I cried and I just thought to myself, why does it have to be this way? Why is life so bad? But then I sat back and I reflected, and I said to myself, you know, Josh, you were homeless not so long ago, and now you own a home, you have a roof. When you were homeless, you didn't even have anywhere to wash your hands. So if something's a little bit wrong with the sink right now, it's okay. Because before, you didn't even have the ability to be able to have running water. You were living in a broken-down car. So I was limiting myself the other night. I was limiting my thinking. I was downing myself. Whereas many people on the street that are homeless, they would look at me and think, I wish I was in your troubled position. You're probably living that way too. You know, chances are, if you're listening to my show, Simple Living, you're probably living simply or you're trying to live simple or you're restarting something. And it's important when things go wrong to sit back and realize, you know that saying, things can't get any worse? That's the worst saying in the world. I wish we could erase that because things can always get worse. You could lose your job tomorrow. You could lose your house. It could burn down. You could get in a car crash, not have a car. Appreciate the moment for what it is. And realize that you are just as good as anybody else. Now, I ride around the city here in Tucson on my motorized bike. For a long time, I had no transportation whatsoever. The other day, I was thinking to myself as I was riding in order to go get plumbing supplies on this bike, I was going, should I have saved my money so I could have a car like that person at the stoplight and then I could get things back easier? It wouldn't be so much of a hassle. But then I had to stop my thinking and say to myself, it was only a week or so ago that you had nothing but your feet and you wouldn't even be able to go where you're going. So I changed my story in my head. And we all have those moments. We all have those stories. Things go wrong in life. That's just a fact of life. Nothing is going to go perfect. You're never going to have enough money. Even when you do have a lot of money, you don't have enough. You think you don't. You spend it wrong. You get divorced. Things happen. Nothing's perfect, and things break. And, you know, I was sitting in my kitchen last night as I was having my cry, and I was thinking to myself, you're 35 years old now. When did this happen to you? How did you become this way? Why is it like this? 
But then I had to sit back and reflect today as I was working again on plumbing, saying to myself, 35 years have really ran right past me. So I have to appreciate every day for what it is. And I have to stop limiting myself and start living. You know, when you support a new story, a new story in itself is not always enough. Because that story needs to be rooted in something. You have to believe it. You really have to believe it. And changing your beliefs, just as I did, my example, it can be the most difficult thing that you have to do. But when you decide to change the story about yourself, you can look around for evidence that this new story is true, this new journey. You know, for example, I'm 2,000 miles away from my real home. And I sat there and I cried, but I knew I had friends and family who, who loved me and certainly thought I was good enough to receive that love. And I looked at my dog and I looked at my cat. And with my mental health, you know, sometimes things are hard in, in the brain with what I have. But I looked around and I thought to myself, I am deserving of this. We have to do that from time to time. We have to sit back and say, I deserve to be loved. Even when you're alone, you're not really alone because you have yourself. Walk around and talk to yourself. That's what I do. I talk to my dog and my cat like they understand me and like they're talking back to me. I talk to plants. I'm a little eccentric. I might be a little odd to some people, but it's what's working for me. It's helped me to change my story. When I look at my life objectively, I realize that I've actually accomplished quite a bit. I may look around and I may see things that other people have that I don't that are kind of a need or a necessity, but I change that story in my head to reflect the fact that it could be so much worse, and it has been so much worse. The same is true for you. When I look back, I thought about my school. I thought about high school, how I was tormented and I was picked on. That in itself has become a blessing because I would not be speaking to you right now had that not happened. That made me stronger, and that made me able to go on to Twitter and be able to put a hashtag LGBT and not be ashamed of myself. I'm living my own life now. And because I'm single, technically single at the moment, it's not about anybody else but me. And if you're in a relationship, of course, it's about your partner. But remember to take care of yourself. Support each other so that your thinking is very correct, so that you're not sitting around and moping. You might have a moment where you sit and cry like I did, but just remember to change that story in your head. And to support this new story with facts, is going to help you believe it. But what really anchors it into your life is putting it with positive emotions is the only way I can describe it. 
know, I started meditating quite a while ago. I practiced Buddhism for 12 years. And right now I'm basically spiritual, but I really do believe in the higher power. But we do this thing on Twitter. Follow me at Joshua Paul Show. Hashtag it meditative state. Send out your random thoughts. Send out your emotions. You don't need to sit and just do a little mantra and say some, you know, Hindu saying over and over and over again. You can just sit and have random thoughts, but jot them down on paper, put them out on Twitter or on Google+, or if you still use Facebook, do whatever you guys do on Facebook. But put your thoughts out there so that you can reflect on them later. These emotions are going to be the key so that you stop limiting yourself and you start living. When I meditate, when I think about things and I sit, even, even as I was crying, I started to imagine myself having a relaxed conversation. I'm sitting down with someone, I'm relaxing I'm having a cup of tea, and I'm talking to someone. Of course, there's not really anybody there. But I'm imagining myself in a relaxed environment. And I imagine these things very, very concretely. And then when a thought comes to my head or a quote that I want to look up, I send it out on Twitter and I share it because I think perhaps it's going to help someone else or maybe inspire them to live another day. And I live with a very, very, very challenging illness. Every single day that I breathe is a victory. Many people that have what I have don't see it to age 35. I look back at the death of Robin Williams. He suffered his whole life. And finally, when he got a diagnosis, it was just too much. And he did what he had to do. For himself. I'm not advocating that you go and hang yourself. Please get help if you're thinking that way. But my point is that those of us with this illness, you really have to sit back and start doing a little bit of imagining, doing a little bit of talking to yourself like there's someone else there, giving yourself support and walk yourself through it. I get myself in this meditative state, kind of one-hour ritual, sometimes two, sometimes only five minutes. But I get myself in this ritual where when I get down like that and I'm hearing something in my head to do something crazy, that I'm able to calm myself down by reminding myself that 2,000 miles away, I have a mother and a father that love me and are going to need me someday and want me around. I have a dog and a cat that depend on me. And I know that I have several friends online that I may have never spoken to on the phone or in person or ever met, but those people count on me and I count on them. So if you're starting to feel down like that, especially to the LGBT community because we are the ones that really, really suffer with this, reach out to the Trevor Project. Look that up. We all have these moments where things are just completely crazy in our head. And I don't care if you're perfectly healthy, you're perfectly mentally healthy. You can't tell me that there's not been one minute where you have thought it would just be easier not to be here. 
So you have to change that story so you start thinking positive and you get yourself out of that moment. Now, for many of you, you may take medications like I do. Many of you may use medicinal marijuana like I used to. That's necessary for this imbalance. For those of you that don't have this issue, you still need to stop limiting yourself. You need to sit back and realize your emotions. Now, I'm a talker. I love to talk. That's why I do this show. I love to talk. Even when I was in fashion, reminded of my friend Isaac, when he's on QVC, and I don't have cable anymore, but I saw a clip of him on Good Morning America, and he ultimately sells his product by being himself and talking. It's almost like a talk show. You can sit and watch the shopping channel and be entertained at the same time. I'm very good at talking, and I'm very prone to imagination. So the whole meditation and the whole meditative state thinking is quite easy for me. Now, we all have this ability to imagine things. We all have this ability to sit when we're down like I was and pretend that someone is there and talk. And if you believe in spirit guides like I do, angels around you like I do, somebody is listening. And if you believe in a higher power like I do, talk to God about it. Sit there and talk to God about it. Every single time that something goes wrong in your life, something that seems beyond your control, just remember that it could be very much worse. You know, because of the plumbing issues that I had and my frustrations with that, I was going through finances, and it's going to be quite a tight month, probably quite a, t a tight three months. But I sit back and I think to myself, I can still afford my medication. I have a roof. I can shower. I have clothes. I can feed my dog. I can feed my cat. I can go out in my garden. And that's how I'm able to create a new story and support it. It's all about changing your thinking. And this is something that I am continually working on, so I don't want to sound like I'm preaching to you. But I do want to sound like I'm sharing my experience so that you can join the journey and we can stop limiting ourselves. Because nothing is going to happen without an action. You know, sitting around and thinking imaginary things and visualizing isn't necessarily going to be enough to make change happen in your life. I'm a strong believer in thinking positively. What you think will happen. There's an old episode of Roseanne uh, where the character Jackie, Roseanne's sister, uh, is talking about um, a seminar she went to called See It and Believe It. And she's urging everybody to go to it. There's something to that. When you visualize, when you see it and you believe it, you're going to make it happen. I've spoken about this before, but when I had my rental, I knew it would be next to impossible to actually own a place. But for that entire 11 and a half months that I was there, I visualized and I meditated and I skipped things. Sometimes I skipped eating. You do what you have to do. 
but you see it and you believe it. And when I saw my home online, I saw it and I believed it and it happened. So use that. See it and believe it. You're also going to start to have the courage to try things that you never did before. You know, I I immediately, after my crying fit, started challenging myself. And I started to think about making conscious efforts to speak up in social situations and to express my opinion even more than I already do. And I'm very opinionated, as you know. I'm very talkative. But I made this commitment and this challenge to myself, this conscious effort to really speak up also when I'm out in the regular world, when I'm out in society, if I see something that might be not so kosher. For example, I don't like spanking. I don't like laying hands on a child. That's the worst thing you can do. You know, words hurt worse than the physical stuff. All the bullying that I went through. It hurts worse than being hurt physically. It really does. So when I see someone spank a child, from now on I'm going to say something. And I'm not going to be afraid to do so. I'm going to say to the parent or whoever is with the child, that's going to stick with them and damage them for their entire life. I don't believe on that you should lay your hands on your child. It's your decision to do what you do, but I see it as abusive. And I'm going to tell them I went through that with my bullying. And when you tie in the emotions of the bullying that you endure or bad things that people say to you, and then the physical hurt that goes along with it, a lot of times we end up with PTSD That's what I have, too. And that also stems from when I was raped. And for a long time, I couldn't say raped. I said sexually assaulted. Now I can say I was raped. I own it. I survived it. I did things I didn't want to do in order to stay alive at knife point. So even with that, I changed that story in my head. It's a horrific experience. But I've changed that into something positive because now I'm able to speak about it to other people. I've stopped limiting myself on that. I've started to own it, and I'm starting to live with that. The memory and the pain that it caused is never going to go away. But the limitations are because I've made that conscious effort not to recognize that anymore in order to turn it into something positive. You have to start being kind to yourself. You know, oftentimes we look in the mirror, we might see a new wrinkle or a blemish. Maybe you put on a few pounds, maybe you lost too much. Stop looking in that mirror and seeing something wrong. I remember I tweeted this quite a while ago, but I put out there something we should do every day 
is to look in the mirror and say, I love you. So that we see ourselves speaking that, I love you. If you have a mirror next to you right now, look in the mirror and tell yourself, I love you. When you start to realize that you can love yourself, even if you're single and you're so-called alone, when you start to realize that you can love yourself, the healing process begins. I thought I was in the healing process before, but now I realize I'm just at the very start of it. And I was placing so many limitations on myself, trying to live up to the world's expectations of what you should own. And I reiterate this all the time. It's not about things. Things mean nothing. They come and they go. I've acquired so many things now, and they don't mean anything to me. It's only material. And as they say, you can't take it with you when you go. Now, we all know that our physical circumstances that are around us, they're not going to change overnight just because you think a positive thought. You're not going to change your life story to being suddenly rich and driving around in a Porsche. But you are going to realize, just as I did when I was on my motorized bike, that I don't have to walk far anymore. I'm not having a problem with transit. And I'm realizing that I'm blessed in that. Don't be angry with yourself or the universe if things don't happen fast enough for you. That's something that I'm working on. Or, of course, if you fail to make the changes you want all at once. Things take time. And taking small steps in the right direction, changing your thinking, and when you have a bad moment, working through it like that, telling yourself I love you and that you are loved, you're going to live to see another day and another year and another year and so on and so on and impact others' lives. But try and make sure that you don't fall back into old habits while you're doing this. And often you can be your biggest critic. Now, I hear so many things about me that are negative, but I let them roll off me, no problem. You know, a message comes through and I, I take it the wrong way. We all do. I'm able to let that roll off me. But what I think about myself, that's harder. And I know that you feel the same way because of the fact that we're human. We have this ability to continue moving forward. And we have the ability to set these goals and to be able to achieve them. So faithfully be there for yourself and change your story. Faithfully do it. Faithfully do it and consciously make the effort. Tell yourself I love you in the mirror every day. And if you need to reach out to someone in a moment of need, when you feel limited, there's many organizations out there that you can reach out to. Social media is a great thing. Many of you that listen to me have some of the same issues that I do. We can overcome this together with a worldwide consciousness and support. Remember to faithfully be there for yourself. And live from Tucson, 
you've been listening to How to Live Simple on the Joshua Paul Show. Be faithful to yourself everywhere that you go. I'm for it.